Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. I want to just have a little bit of fun concerning the Bible, if that's okay. I don't know if that's sacrilegious. But I want to talk about, you'll know a lot of this, but common figures of speech that people use all the time, even people that don't go to church, but these are, these are things that show up in movies and songs and in everyday conversation with Americans, and they're actually, their origins are in the Scriptures. So some obvious ones, that we refer to someone being a good Samaritan. Well, that was a character in a parable that Jesus taught. This line here we've talked about a lot. They like just this part of the line says the truth will set you free. When actually there's a, a much more involved passage. If you are, you will know the truth, you, and the truth will set you free. Yeah, well, and it's if you if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So it's a little conditional. Yeah, but, the abiding but, part they don't yeah. like. In our culture, it's not only popular to question the Bible, but in some circles, ridicule it outright. And I have people sometimes say, oh, give me that Bible stuff, you know, uh, it's irrelevant, it's worthless, it, you know, don't quote the Bible. And yet, the same people will turn around and use figures of speech that are right out of the Scriptures. And I mentioned a few obvious ones. There's a, there's a few. Here's one. Money is the root of all evil. You hear that? Right. Which and, of course, and of course, what it says is the love of money is the root of all evil. Exactly. Yeah. And then and one that people use all the time, an eye for an eye. An eye for an eye. Tooth for a tooth. Yeah, yeah. Which is started in Leviticus. Jesus, of course, said, but I say (laughs) that this one, this is one that's used a lot. And they talk about somebody falling from grace. He's fallen from grace. I've even, there's artists have done albums and and songs, fall from grace. That's actually something people misunderstand. It's out of context. It's in Galatians. And to fall from grace means to return from a walk of faith in the atonement of Christ to a lifestyle of works. Trying to right, they're actually works. referring to a legalistic yeah. Christian. Yeah, and so that's what falling from grace is. Anyway, but people use that term. And then, of course, very obviously, you reap what you sow. Well, that's from the Scriptures, but people use those terms. Here's some from the words of Jesus or from the Gospels. Go the extra mile. Well, that's when he was saying if someone forces you to go one mile— Go to, go the extra mile. That, that's the words of Jesus, go the extra mile. And then they talk about wolves in sheep's clothing. And that's actually from one of the teachings of Jesus. The blind leading the blind. I've heard that a lot. And that's Jesus talking about religious people again. Most of the things, you know, Jesus... The most derogatory his, remarks Jesus yeah. made were against the religious clergy of his day. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to call them the self-congratulatory religious elite which we still have plenty of that today. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, and then we use it to, it's the sign of the times. Well, Jesus talked about that when he was prophesying. Yeah, didn't didn't uh, Petula Clark make that famous, that song, sign, sign of the times? I, sign of the times, yeah. And then we talk about the 11th hour. Oh, yes, that, yes. That's from the parable when Jesus said the man had, he hired people. They came out early in the day, and then in the midday, and then in the 11th right, hour. Right, and we think of it as it's that last hour, time is running out, it's the 11th hour. That's how it's gotten yeah. into our vernacular. And in actually, Jesus' use of it was saying, even somebody at the very last minute can find grace. And I love that application. This is another one. To live by the sword, you die by the sword. 
Yes, he uh, said well, that, said, and yet at the same yeah. time, Jesus told his disciples they could carry a sword or two on them. So yeah. it had to do with the timing. When Peter well, took out the point, sword when Jesus yeah, was arrested, yeah. that was not the right time yeah. because Jesus knew he right. needed to go to the cross. Exactly. But most people don't realize that that was Jesus who said that. And then this is not something Jesus said, but it's during that same part of the story. We talk about someone washing their hands of a matter. And yeah, was that was Pontius that? Pilate. Pontius Pilate washed his hands of the matter. Now, here's one that most people, this is a curve. Most people wouldn't know that this is the words of Jesus. It's better to give than to receive. Yeah, so and I remember Pontius- Tom Smothers' version. It's far better to get gifts <laughs> than receipts. <laughs> yeah. And rest his soul, Tommy Smothers just passed away. Did recently. he really? I heard about Dickie yeah. Smothers a few years ago. Did Tommy Smothers just die too? Tommy just died. Oh, uh, well, boy, we'll never see the likes of him yeah. again. No, I loved his com- their comedy. But they were wonderful. Better to give than to receive is found in the book of Acts, but it says, as the Lord Jesus Christ said, it's better to give than to receive. So that's one of those tricky ones because they're quoting Jesus. But it's well, there the were of sayings Acts. of Jesus that we don't read in the Gospels, but people still knew of them. Yeah. So some of them yeah. are quoted. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much. Here's one people talk about by the sweat of my brow. Well, that was what came down in Genesis 3. Yeah, when Adam had to go to work and yeah. he couldn't just hang around and eat fruit anymore. Yeah, that's right. You're going to work by the sweat of your brow. And then a scapegoat. We label someone as a scapegoat. Well, that's in Leviticus. That was from the Day of Atonement, yeah. Yeah, and the scapegoat was actually, yeah, an atoning sacrifice for sin. Which, of course, foreshadowed what Jesus was going to do. Right, all of those things were looking forward to the fulfillment of Christ. Here's one way you use this term. I heard people say this. I've actually said it to people. You're a man after my own heart. Yes, and that's what God said of King David. Of David, yeah. And actually, the first time he said it, It was before he became the king. They were already having trouble with Saul. And God said, you know, I have a man after my own heart. And was David perfect? Oh, far from it. No. But But he loved God. He loved God, and he confessed his sin when he did fail. And God was more important to him than anything else. So he was a man after God's own heart. These are some interesting ones. By the skin of your teeth and skin and bone, and one more, The root of the matter. Those are all found in Job chapter 19. Those are phrases that were out of the Bible. Those sound like good descriptions of what Job was going through. Yeah, yeah. But people use those phrases all the time, and they have no idea where it came from. A couple more. Well, actually, I've got quite a few. This is kind of fun stuff for me. Now, this one, I've heard this. John Lennon wrote a song, and he said, Pride comes before a fall, which actually, it's Proverbs 16. It says, Pride comes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. But that... You know, the concept, pride comes yeah, before fall. That's the spirit of it. Out of the Bible. Out of the Bible. Eat, drink, and be merry. <laughs> oh, that's so from that's, Ecclesiastes, uh, isn't it? It is. It is from Ecclesiastes. Here's one. Uh, this is interesting. A fly in the ointment. That's from Ecclesiastes. That's a very common uh, one today. Yeah, yeah, and it's out of Ecclesiastes. Here's a few more phrases. The four corners of the earth. That's from Isaiah. As is... A drop in the bucket. That's from the prophet Isaiah. To see eye to eye with someone. Again, from Isaiah. And then this one gets used a lot. No rest for the wicked. <laughs> well, oh. that's quite true, but it's from Isaiah. And then the last one from Isaiah, I love this. Rise and shine. 
<laughs> Rise and shine. That's from Isaiah. And then here's that guy talked Jeremiah. a lot, didn't he? Yeah, well, he did. He was one of the greatest prophets. Jeremiah talks about can a leopard change his spot? Most people, the people use that all the time. You know, a leopard can't change his spots. Well, they're quoting the prophets. Yeah, well, when Al Gore was running for vice president, he said, can a zebra <laughs> change his spots? And that was yeah, the same yeah. year everybody was giving Dan Quayle such a hard time for not being able to spell yeah, potato. Yeah. Nobody said yeah. a word about Al Gore. No, double standard. Not well, that either uh, one of those mattered. They're slips of the tongue, for Pete's sakes. But I'm just saying, we don't yeah, measure yeah. out well, to no, one man. person the same as we measure out to another. Oh, no, we have uh, Kamala Harris. I mean, gosh, she just puts them all to shame. Uh, <laughs> she just kind of giggles her way through. Oh, my gosh. We talk about someone being the apple of my eye. Well, that was God speaking about Israel. Israel is the apple of God's eye. Stevie Wonder used that phrase in the song, Signed, Sealed, and Delivered. The ends of the earth. Again, that's from Zechariah. And then this is one I had never made the connection until recently, but... Okay, picture with me one of my favorite films ever, A Few Good Men. Oh, I love that movie. That, there's that final scene in the courtroom. Colonel Nathan R. Jessup says, are we clear? And Tom Cruise's character says, crystal. So we talk about crystal clear. That's from Revelation chapter 22. Yeah, the crystal seas. Yeah, to be crystal clear is actually a biblical phrase. I'm going to close this with one of my favorites. I always thought it was an old Celtic blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. That was a blessing that Moses gave to his right-hand man, Aaron. I always thought it came from Ireland or something. <laughs> Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.